Conference number one of 2022 fall camp. We'll open it up to the floor, front row middle. Dave Biddle, 24-7 Sports. Hi, Ryan. Um, other than improving your uh, short yardage running game, like what are, what's like the main point of emphasis off of for you guys during camp? Yeah, you know, for the whole team, it's uh, preseason. It's toughness, discipline, and skill. Those are the three areas we really want to just focus on, you know, uh, overall toughness in preseason. And, and the reason we say that is because you know, we have to keep each other, uh, you know, upright. we got to take care of each other. we got to work with each other. But at the same time, we got to build that callus and, and that edge. So... That's the first thing. Discipline of just playing the game, penalties, uh, discipline of your position, coming on every day, working hard, taking care of your body, and then skill, you know, the skill of your position, the skill of playing the game. So those are really the three areas that we're kind of focused on across the board. I mean, offensively, it's just the balance. It's uh, the balance of the run game and, and throwing the football. The offense has been so successful since you've been here. I'm curious, like, how often do you have to mix up your concepts going into each season? Things that, are, that have not been on film that your opponents have not been able to, to study. Yeah, I, and what you do is you look at your personnel and you say, okay, uh, how do we best use our personnel? Um, and each year it changes. And I think this year we have a, a new um, you know, challenge ahead of us just with the different guys that we have. And so that's kind of the art of college uh, coaching is, you know, you try to figure out who your guys are and then try to, um, you know, put enough balance together where they can't take away one thing and then you don't have an answer. But to really showcase the guys that, um, you know, their skill set and, and do um, and run the plays that, that fit their skill set the best. You know, when you think about really since 17, there's been a lot of similarity, but there's been a lot of difference too between JT and Dwayne and, and uh, Justin and, and then now with CJ. So it always starts with the quarterback, the line, and then it goes from there. You know, he had... Um, he had played, you know, some wide receiver and, and corner in, in high school, and uh, you know he wanted to kind of bring some different values. So I mean, he's still going to work on kicking and, and do that part of it, but he's also going to be able to help with some of the other positions. Is you know Noah the only kicker right now? It didn't look like Parker was out there. Uh, no, uh, you know those guys are still be around. Um, I think it was just an illness today. Oh, third row right, Dylan. Delmer, you talked about competitive stamina at Indianapolis yeah. last week. Is there a way to build that in camp? Can you build competitive stamina in camp, or is that just something you have to wait and see when the movement comes if you have it? A little bit of both. I think it's something we got to hammer all year long. I mean, there's no way to really build that in terms of the length of the season. But I think we can talk about it in the second half of practice, you know, uh, the middle of camp, the end of camp, when the newness is worn off. Um, it certainly was up on the slide last night. It's something we're hitting. But uh, today, you know, everyone was uh, jacked up today and flying around. And, um, you know, so that's that's going to be coming up real soon, though. You know, is that in the middle of practice and the end of practice, um, you know, you got to really play some of your best football. And then as we get into camp, too, the same thing, that third, fourth day in a row of pads when, um, you know, it gets hard, you know, where are you? And that's that'll be part of it. Uh, second row right, Nathan Barrett, Cleveland.com. This may be another guy. We're always trying to, like, pick when we see guys moving around. The whole defensive line group is working out together when we got out there, except for Caden Curry. Is there any kind of cross-training that goes on with him at other positions right now, or is that just uh, no, That was nothing, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure what that was. Yeah, no. How are you kind of assessing defensive progress during preseason camp? What is that in your mind? Well, I, I think once we get the pads on, we'll get a better feel for that, but 
certainly the understanding of the defense, where guys are at, and um, you know how quickly they're fitting things the right way, how fast they're reacting, uh, are they where they're supposed to be? Um, and you can tell by their confidence too. And, and when you're anticipating as opposed to reacting, um, I think that's important. But uh, the you know technique and fundamentals are still critically important, and that's our base foundation for everything. If we don't have that; it doesn't work. So um, you know. These, these days in helmets, you know, it's good to see and organizationally and guys flying around and giving good effort. Uh, but we'll get a better idea once the pads are on and uh, we're able to block and, and start, we start getting the tackle and scrimmaging. I know you might not, as you're saying, might not be at this level yet, but I'm curious about just the balance between, you know, on the offensive side, you're obviously trying to develop there and, and execute things there, but also sort of pressure testing the defense probably. How does that balance work for you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's going to be times where – you know, we need to work with each other and, and maybe give the defense something they need. They give the offense something they need. And then, um, you know, there's times where the offensive defense will go against each other. And it isn't really so much schematically trying to uh, match wits and because Jim has, does a great job with that. And I think over the years we've done a decent job there as well. Uh, it's more about the fundamentals of just lining up and, and, you know, who's got better pad level, who's got better finish, who's tougher. And I think that's, to me, where the, the competitiveness happens. And that's where you learn – because I think, you know, scheme is very important, but effort and pad level and toughness and those type of things are more important. Front row right, Austin Ward, rivals, dot in the eyes. <laughs> and 97.1, the fan. Uh, Ryan, was there a particular position unit that you were most curious to see today? Uh, no. No, I mean, um, it's just, you know, when we go out there in the, in the summer, we're running and, and doing different things this year. We're able to do a little bit more. It's fun, you know, get to see the guys work out. And, and you know, you have high hopes for everybody, you know, in the offseason. Everyone has a really good offseason, you know. I thought uh, – I really do think we had a great offseason. But uh, but it's just good to get out there and see, you know, some of the younger guys, see how some of the, um, some of the you know, guys who have been here two and three years, uh, where are they at after a really strong offseason, you know, their bodies, the way they're moving around. Um, it, that, that was more of that than it was one position probably. G looked like maybe he's getting closer to what you want physically at tight end. Uh, what have you seen from maybe that summer and, and how he looks getting into camp now? Yeah, well, I think the tight end group as a whole had a really good summer. Um, you know, Cade Stover had an unbelievable summer. He was an iron Buckeye, and uh, Mitch Rossi had a really good summer. Um, you know, and then you have Joe, G, Sam, you know, Bennett. I mean, I think uh, that has a chance to have some good depth right there. You know, but they got to build. they got to grow. Um, there's not a ton of experience in that group, so – um, you know, Coach Wilson in that, that room, it'll, it'll be a really important three weeks here. Uh, fourth row left, Jacob Bench, the Lantern. Yeah, hey, Ryan, I just wanted to ask about, you know, CJ Hicks, since he is coming into the program this year, how has his summer gone, and just what were your impressions of him from today? Yeah, no, he's, I mean, when, when you're a freshman and you come in in the summer, you know, five, ten years ago, a lot different than when you come in in January, like he did, uh, had a full spring under his belt whole summer. Now, you know, when you look at him, he almost looks like he's uh, one of the guys that's been around for a while, so that's good. Uh, but that's that's a guy, that's a guy, for example, that is going to be fun to watch him now go play. You don't think of him as a, fresh, as a freshman anymore. At least we don't. So uh, once we start getting into the preseason camp, hopefully he's taking the next step. And then on the other side of the ball, running backs, I know I noticed uh, Mayan and Evan were kind of going you know, back and forth. Perhaps. How do you plan on maybe splitting the carries between them now that you have had them in practice kind of see how that, where they are? Yeah, well, we'll split those carries up, and uh, there'll be plenty of reps to go around. We've got a bun bunch of guys, a bunch of reps, and that's what the focus is. I told those guys, like, let your reps speak for you. Don't don't start worrying about, you know, where where you are in terms of uh, the depth chart. You know, what reps am I getting? You, you're going to get plenty of reps in the preseason. Make sure you make them count. 
and then uh, and then what we'll do is like we always do, you know, is this person game ready? Can this guy help us beat Notre Dame? If he can, then let's let him go play. Um, and, and then there's just the the journey of the season, you know, and that's important to have depth at all positions. But you know, we're going to split those reps up and give those guys the opportunity to compete. Uh, third row left, Bill Landis. Rivals, dot in the eyes. Ryan, um, it looked like when Justin broke the offensive line and the tackles inside guys, all of your true freshmen were with the tackles. And I don't know if you do you view Avery and Tegra and Carson as tackles positionally, or was that more just helping bolster the numbers on that side? Because if you took those three away, I think there would have been like four other tackles there. I think uh, Justin wanted to start them there and then can move them all inside because all of them could play inside, but. You know, he wants to start them out of tackle and um, get their feet moving that way and then and then kind of build them and, and see where that goes. Um, and, and, again, you won't know until you really get the pads on and what that looks like day in and day out, but I think he wants to start them there. And then with Kyle McCord, you know, there's obviously no expectation that he's going to challenge for the job you have your starting quarterback. So what's a camp look like for, for a guy who's sort of firmly entrenched as the number two? Do you still try to give him work with the ones? Is he, is he strictly with the twos? Like, how do you kind of go throughout all this with a guy well, I think the first thing is you got to get CJ game ready. That's the first priority, and then and then you know you try to get the the other guys as many reps as possible and try to get them in there. And um, you know Kyle had a really good off season, um, so that was great. And uh, and Devin's worked really hard as well. You know, and he's only been here. It's another guy who's only been here for since January. But uh, yeah, you you got to develop these guys. It's a huge three weeks uh, to bring those guys along and yeah, they're going to get plenty of reps. Uh, they'll get reps with the ones, they'll get reps with the twos. They'll, we'll mix those up and, and that's part of the, the, the process. And so, um, how many guys can we get game ready? That's, that's the goal, but certainly we got to get CJ to the point where he's ready to go play his best football against Notre Dame. Over here to the right, play Hall, WSYX. Ryan, do you, uh, agree with this notion that if the offense stays constant and the defense gives you incremental, they get better then you'll get where you want to get it. I mean, uh, you know, our offense hasn't done anything. You know, I mean, we, we're this is a whole new group, so you know, we got to go out and prove ourselves. You know, it's just, and I know what you're saying. I, I think you know, that, well, just offense is going to go out there and start scoring and be the best offense, you know, in in the, in the conference. Well, it doesn't just happen, you know, and we have to make sure we're starting with our foundation, and that's you know, running the football and, and toughness and having our edge and ball security and all the little things that lead you there, and uh, and then it goes from there. But I will say, if we can play complementary football this year, then uh, that gives us a chance to win, um, you know, in the first game, and that's all we're going to really focus on right now. It's very, very easy to start getting ahead of ourselves, but in order to reach our goals, uh, we got to take care of business early on. And really, you can't start accomplishing those goals until November. So we got to focus on just getting better every day. And sh- boy, that's that's cliche. I get it, but you have to. And there's a reason why it's cliche because you have to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think our defense has more experience coming to this year. Uh, I really like what we're doing schematically. So, um, the, you know, the expectation, I think, you know, someone said, well, um, you know, why would you say it has to be a top 10 defense? I'm not saying it has to be. I'm just saying that's the expectation. It's the expectation on offense. It's Ohio State. You know, we should be a top 10 special teams. Uh, we want to be, you know, the best in the country what we do. Then we, we should be held accountable to that. And that's, that's the goal. And that's what we're working to make sure happens. And if we do have a uh, top 10 offense, top 10 defense, top 10 special teams, that will give us a chance to reach our goals. Has Jim outlined, like, what – What's the first thing he's got to accomplish or where they are in his, where he feels they are in terms of reaching their potential? Or? 
You know, I know a lot of the feedback in, in talking to him and, and the entire staff is just how impressed he's been with the approach for the for the guys in that room. You know, getting a lot of extra work, being able to handle some of the schematics and, and some of the checks and different things that go on over there. So uh, there's been a lot of good feedback there. But at the end of the day, we got to stop the run. we got to stop the run. And that's going to start with defeating blocks and knocking back the line of scrimmage with pad level. I'm Adam King, WBNS I know you say you're taking it day by day, and there's always an expectation of championships here, but do you guys feel it a little more in certain years? Like, do you know, hey, this is our year with CJ coming back and with this offense to, to try and go win it all, really? I mean, you hope that every year you're in that position at Ohio State. I think that's what makes you, you know, Ohio State unique. Um, there's probably you know, five to ten across the country that are that way, where every, every year the expectation stays the same. That being said, every year is different. You know, the, the people are different. And you hope you have enough coming back that gives you a chance to make that run. You know, whether it's a, a young quarterback and a veteran defense or a veteran offensive line or, um, you know, a, a veteran quarterback and a younger area, whatever. Uh, the good news is uh, a lot of our younger guys have gotten experience. So that's exciting. Um, but you can't, you can't start getting too far down the road with that stuff. It just doesn't work. You've got to keep grinding every day and stay hungry. How much can you learn from the first practice or even the next couple of weeks of camp as opposed to that first game against Notre Dame? Yeah, I think after after uh, next Saturday, I mean, we'll have a good feel of, of what progress we've made since the spring. Yeah, and it'll give us a pretty good idea going into week. Really, it'll be kind of that, that this is, you know, we have three practices. We're taking Sunday off, then we roll next week. And then we have that next week, and then, then we're kind of getting into the Notre Dame. So... Yeah, we have you know have to get a pretty good idea what kind of team we have by the end of uh, next Saturday. Front row middle, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. Building a little bit off of that, I would guess that every year a coach has a gut feel about what kind of team he's going to have. I mean, last year you didn't share this with us, but I know you had some misgivings about how the, the defense. Uh, COVID year was a COVID year. Um, do you have a gut feel about about this team? It seems to have all the ingredients. Do you feel different about this team? Yeah, it's a different team. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we sat here last year. Um, I was concerned. You know, we, we came off of COVID, like you said. And so we didn't really have um, some of those games where we were able to get some of the young guys reps in that 2020 year. You think about five regular season games, and then we played the CFP, and, and then we were in the national championship. And because we what was at seven total games, and you think about, was it, was it eight? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we played in the Big Ten championship game. So we played eight games. But – when you look at those games, like the Indiana game, the Rutgers game, we, we didn't really pull away in the second half, so our guys were playing. Like you think about the four linebackers, they really took the majority of the reps that year. You look at some of the guys at different positions. So because of that, we were we were young. You know, we missed um, you know Josh Myers, and we missed Wyatt, and we just there's a lot of guys in there, Luke Farrell, that we just didn't have that had t- accumulated a ton of reps over the years. And the younger guys hadn't got that. So obviously the quarterback was one of them. You know, and so. Uh, you know, the running backs, you know, J.K. was gone. So, you know, going in, you're like, okay, we, we know we have some pretty talented players, but they've never played. And we have to start right out of the gate, you know, with these guys. And So that was um, that was concerning, but, you know, we grinded and we worked the preseason. Um, you know, this year it's different because these guys have played more. So at least you have a better idea of who you have. doesn't mean uh, anything other than the fact that there's more experience and you have a better feel for kind of the team you have, but a new defense and a new scheme there, so – Staff, but how good do you feel about this staff and the experience that they're going to have with uh, the players' experience? That this is going to be a much better defense. Well, 
I, I like the scheme. I like what, what Jim's doing. I like what our defensive staff is doing. I think Tim and Perry and, and Larry do a great job. I think, um, you know, they, they teach effort. They teach fundamentals. I, I like what's going on there. I mean, but the proof will be in the pudding. We play, you know, on September 3rd. But certainly there's a lot of optimism. Right now, uh, second row left, Stephen Means, Cleveland.com. Just following up on those asking with the offensive line, we sometimes see other positions like corner D-line where they'll start guys on the outside before moving them in. Is there any benefit to doing that with the offensive line and the guys younger, starting them outside before maybe you move them around other spots? Uh, I think it just depends on, you know, what gives them the opportunity to get more reps. Um, you know, last year it made sense to kind of move Paris inside because, um, because of the depth. You know, he could have been – a backup tackle last year, but we felt like we wanted to get him in a guard, get a year under his belt. That's going to pay off this year. You know, if he was a player who didn't play at all um, going into the season, we would be a little more concerned. He, now he played a whole year at guard. He's moving over to tackle. He's got a lot of that experience under his belt. You know, Thayer moved over the years. Some guys have moved around. So the idea is just to get him on the field and get him get him going, and then we can always adjust from there. And um, you know, Justin wants to start those guys at tackle to get him as many reps as possible. And um, so, you know, and if it's time to move inside, we'll move him inside when it's right. You know, I want to watch the film, but, you know, we're getting a lot of reps. Things are moving fast. Um, pads aren't on yet. So that, I mean, uh, we'll see. I mean, certainly numbers are there. we got some guys healthy. Josh is back, and, and so that's good. And so those guys did have a good summer, but, you know, we'll, we'll see as we get going. No, we don't. No, we're still waiting on that. Yeah. Right next door, Steve Hellwagon, 24-7 Sports, Buck Knox. Yeah, Coach, uh, you lose uh, Wilson and Olave there at wide receiver, and a lot of people think after the Rose Bowl it's Harrison and Ibuka, but uh, I don't know, just how important is it to find consistent playmakers at those two positions and not just anoint somebody at the beginning of camp, they got to go out and prove it every day. Just what are you looking for and – who, who, who all do you feel is in that, that group to, to maybe fill those roles? Very important roles. Yeah, and you don't just walk in and think that that's just going to happen, like you said. Um, I thought all those guys had a great uh, offseason. Julian Fleming uh, had the best uh, offseason he's had to this point. He was an Iron Buckeye, uh, one of the most improved. That was excellent. Mecca, I think he graded out as a gold, so that was great. You know, Marvin was solid all, all offseason. So, you know, those guys, uh, Xavier Johnson was in the mix, Cam Babb. Um, same thing. So, I mean, those guys. When you look at them, they're 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 strong and they're tough. And you know, we need toughness on the perimeter and guys who are going to make plays and certainly the technique of route running. And um, I mean, I, we were really looking for leadership there. And, and like across the board, you know, you think of wide receivers, you don't think of toughness, but we want we want toughness all across the board. And so that'll be important with that group um, and just grinding to get better every day. Uh, front row right, Tim May, Letterman row on three. <laughs> I need some more things. On uh, Ryan, when you when you look at Matt Jones, and we, we talked to you about this a little bit in, in, in Indianapolis, but Matt Jones and Donovan Jackson there, just as you were watching them today, does that look sort of like that offensive line you want? You understand what I'm saying? Does it look the part? And what do those two guys in particular bring to the table, do you think? I think they bring strength and leverage and power. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's when you look at the line, ideally, you know, you got to – a center. It was built like a center. You got two, you know, pretty thick guards in there, and then you got pretty length, pretty good length on the outside. So yeah, uh, but you know, they they do come in all shapes and sizes, you know. So I mean, you still got to play, and that's the idea. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's they're they're built like guards. 
And before I ask my second question, let me follow that. Do you do you do you stress to your offensive line coach? I you want those guys to see almost every look you can give them, meaning yeah, different formations, you. et cetera. Maybe a guy floating behind, yeah. you know, and jumping in there like like Jim Knowles throws out there. How do y'all approach? I mean, do you do you want that so there's no big surprise? It's a great question. Yeah, I I think that there's um, there, there's there's a couple things there. I think first off, on offense, we have to block everything. On defense, they have to stop everything, right? So you have to have that mentality. But uh, if you're doing that every day in practice, you know, you're not working on fundamentals. So I think there's a fine line there. I think sometimes you've got to kind of throw the kitchen sink on both sides, but then other times you've got to kind of line up and say, okay, it's me against you, who's got the tighter hands, who's got the better pad level, who's tougher, and you've got to go play football. So I think there's a balance there. And that, that balance is important. It's something that we've talked about as early as this morning, you know, just trying to figure that part of it out. Look, we, uh, Jordan Hancock and Kai Stokes, uh, you know, Getting all kinds of rave reviews about those guys during the offseason. Kai Stokes from the uh, from the obviously the spring game and stuff. Yeah, I, I know you haven't even watched video yet, but did, did those guys flash again for today? For example, I mean, do you do you think you can? Those guys are bringing depth that you need. I think, well, yeah, we're going to need them too. Yeah, we're going to need them to play. You know, and I hope that they're ready by the first game because uh, they're both very very talented and um, like you say, flash. Uh, but usually when they flash, that means that they're not doing it consistently. Yeah. So they got to learn to do it consistently. Now, this is just the beginning, so I'm hoping that they're going to take the next step this preseason, yeah. But, but you go into it like, you, Terry Coach, I want, I want my mind, your mind wide open because there could be a guy coming up instead of being blurred by the guy that's returning. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, you can't label. Yeah, and, and you, can't, you can't do that that way. Um, and, and we do actually, we have a couple people in-house that, uh, for that very reason. Um, you know, I, we kind of keep them away from it all. And they uh, sit back with uh, Mark Pantoni and just evaluate the film and just give their honest opinion without knowing anybody. I don't watch anything. Just watch the film and give their evaluation. Fourth row right, Tony Gerdman, Buckeye Huddle. Ryan, how well do you sleep the night before fall camp opens? Uh, fall camp, I'm okay. Yeah, fall camp, I'm all right. As we start getting to September 3rd, not as good. What is it... Um, where does this rank, I guess, on, on a head coach's calendar, the first day of fall camp? It's, it's just the beginning of a long journey. You know, it's the first step in a long, long journey. And uh, there's a lot that comes with that. You know, there's the, the personal side for the families and for, for everybody where you go from, um, you know, being away in June, recruiting, doing different things, and then all of a sudden you're home for a couple weeks and, uh, you know, you're bumping into the family because, you know, they're not used to having you in the house, and then all of a sudden you're gone for um, you know, for like six, seven months, you don't really have a day off. So there's that part of it. You know, like anything, this this job has a lot of extremes. Um, but then there's the football part of it, and that's you know thinking about where you're going and where this journey is going to take you, and what this team's like, and what it needs. And uh, but that's 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 a fun part. And, and this time of year is great preseason. You know, you you learn a lot about your team. You, you kind of hunker down. And the good thing is it's just football for these guys. You know. Finals are done, and, and we don't start again, I think, till the 23rd. So it's just football for them, and they can focus on that. And uh, a lot can be done over these next couple months. But but I guess to answer your question, it's just the, the first step in a long journey and where it might go. Where did it rank on your calendar as a player? Uh, I did not like it as a player. <laughs> no. I, I remember being in the middle of my freshman year in the middle of camp, and I felt like I was in the middle of the ocean. I couldn't Everywhere I looked, I couldn't find any land. All I saw was football. And then uh, one of the older guys took, put their arm around me and said, don't worry about it. We've been there before. Just keep putting one foot in front of the other. We're going to get through this thing. And then every year it gets easier because it comes more normal. But, uh, but I, you know, I talk to the freshmen about that all the time because I, was, I remember being in their very shoes. And that was when there was two-a-days. We don't have two-a-days anymore, so it's a little different. But, uh, but still, it's all relative. Uh, 
Uh, deep left, Brendan Gulick, Buckeyes now on Sports Illustrated. Hey, Coach. Hey, um, you know, no, no offense to Minnesota, who obviously uh, is a good program, but it felt like Oregon with the team early in your schedule last year that had legitimate college football playoff aspirations. You've got a team in Notre Dame this year that's a week earlier. Considering what happened with a young team against Oregon last year, I'm just curious what your perception of the locker room is um, as guys are preparing to play what is clearly the biggest game early in the year for them. Well, I think that they they know they've been in big games and they know um, they got scars. You know, they, they've got uh, stars on their chest. You know, for winning games, but they've also got some callus, and, and I think that makes it good. They've understand it. There's some experience there. Um, I mean, listen, everyone's going to be juiced up for that game, but uh, but it's certainly not going to overwhelm anybody. I mean, we, we've been there before. We've been in the bright lights. We know what that's like. Um, but we know how important it is to go in that game and certainly on the back of everybody's mind here in camp. How about on the defensive line individually, Tyleek Williams, just curious what his offseason looked like and what you want to see from him. Good. His, his body changed, and uh, we just need more consistency out of Tyleek. But you, yeah, that's another guy who flashes. You know, he, He's very, very athletic. Uh, we're going to need competitive stamina out of out of Tyleek, uh, and, and continue to build the toughness and stop that run game. He can really rush the passer, great. So, um, those are all the things that he and Coach Jay are working on. But thought he had a really good offseason in terms of his body. You know, he's he's, he's cut some weight. He's uh, looking much better, and so you know, hopefully we can in the next week or so, you know, see, see him take the next steps in those areas. Fifth row right, Spencer Holbrook on three, Letterman row. Ryan, kind of piggybacking off that, the defensive tackles, you guys are in an interesting spot because you've got unproven veterans and you've got young guys who are starting to try to make an impact. Heading into fall camp, general sense of talent level, uh, expectations in that defensive tackle, where, are, where is your head? Well, I think, it's, I think the whole defensive line unit has, has great talent and they have good depth. So now, you know, it, it's, tr- it's time to have guys step up here in the next couple of weeks and find out who can we count on, you know, uh, when we need them the most. You know, it's one thing to say, well, we got a lot of depth and roll guys, but you know, when we really need someone to play at a high level, who, who are we going to be able to count on to go make those plays? And we can count on to stop the run and be tough and, and be accountable. Um, I think we got some really good guys in that room, some really good candidates, some guys had some excellent summers. So uh, I'm hoping that you know, there's probably you know four or five that we can count on in that in that defensive tackle room, and the same thing at defensive end. But um, we'll we'll see over the next couple of weeks. We'll see where guys are at. There were four or five guys standing back there feeling punts. Um, how important is it to have guys other than Jackson that you're confident in can catch ball inside the 10? Yeah, it's very important. You know, it's one thing, you know, to do in practice. Another thing when you're in a game, you know, and the game's on the line, you got to get a guy, and, and that's a unique skill set because there's, you know, bullets flying right across your, you know, right outside your ears and right uh, right in front of you, there's bodies. So you got to be able to catch the ball, and you got to, um, you know, at least you got to have a couple guys who can fair catch it to be. Uh, and do a good job with that, but you also have some guys got to be able to turn it. You know, certainly, Jackson's done a good job with that. There's a couple other guys that I think we can count on, but uh, we're trying to train at least four or five so that we have a board. You want Jackson back there because he's so talented, but also if something happens that you don't have another offense. Yeah. How do you try to balance that, knowing how good he can be there, but also knowing, hey, if he's not on the offense, then the offense. Yeah, we try to find that balance. Yeah, I mean, uh, certainly uh, we don't want to put him at risk, but at the same time, we got to go win games. We got to go win games. So. Um, something we talk about a lot. Got time for just a few more. Front row right, uh, Joey Coffin, Columbus Dispatch. Ryan, a couple of guys who were in the, the Guardian cast that they weren't in the fellow camps. Um, what would it to make that available? Is it beneficial? Well, um, you know, there's been a lot of research done, and certainly the NFL is doing it. Uh, we made it optional for our guys um, to 
to use that if they felt like the, you know, it was appropriate for them. Um, we did not make it mandatory. We just, you know, had, we talked to them about it, about some of the things that have been, been done, asked them to do their own research. And, uh, there were a few guys that decided to use them. And as kickers go, Noah Ruggles being back out there, having not been here in spring, what, what, how's he looked this summer? What, what's just been your, how's he looked? Yeah, good, good. Um, yeah, you don't know until you get going, but, um, so far, so good. Fifth row middle, Pat Murphy, what nuts? 24-7 sports. Ryan, you, you talked about the stamina and you talked about your first fall camp as a player. For guys that are going through this for the first time, how do you keep that stamina going just in camp to get them to the season to be ready to go? Yeah, I, well, I think for the guys who just got here this summer, it's even harder than the guys who have been here since January because everything's new. And when everything's new, that kind of uh, takes a toll on you. Uh, but I think you just talk them through it. You just try to do the best you can to... Um, you know, we have a big brother program where each of those young guys are assigned a big brother to be a mentor to help them through those types of things. But even as coaches, just to continue to talk to them and explain to them it's normal what they're going through and uh, try to help them that way. And you guys moving the hotel Sunday yeah. again for especially young guys, but everybody now that you have a veteran team. What does getting into the hotel, being together for however many weeks, do for a team leading into, especially with a game like that to start? Yeah, I mean it. Um, it just really avoids distractions. It kind of keeps um, everybody else away and just allows us two weeks of focus where we can just kind of be together and just worry about each other and not have the distractions of everything else and being scattered. And final question, second row middle, Doug Lamarys, Cleveland.com. Ryan, I like all the designations you guys have, but I can't keep ball straight sometimes. Iron Buckeye, what does that mean? What's that level? Yeah, yeah. Yep. So you describe that yet? Yeah, so, um, you know, Mick has his champions and – and we have gold, red, uh, and blue. Um, <clears throat> actually, I think some years we've had gray, just when there's been a little bit of distinction there. But gold are, you know, is what you want. That's the gold standard. Guys who had great summers, um, you know, didn't miss anything, weren't late, those type of things. And then iron buckeye is just a, a little bit further where it, in each um, skill, big skill, and then in the line recognizes having, you know, a most outstanding summers. How how much does that translate? Do you think that that you're an iron buckeye in the summer. How over the years, how much has that led to? Wow, this guy then got after. Unbelievable. Yeah, when you look at the guys who have been gold, and you look at the guys who have had those uh, recognitions. I mean, the, the carryover on the field has been tremendous, and has a lot to do with accountability. Now, it doesn't mean anything, but it gives you a chance because of all the things that we ask you to do on the football field carry over to what Mick does in the off season. So, uh, it certainly doesn't guarantee you anything, but it gives you one heck of a chance. And you're talking about getting game ready for Notre Dame and trying to find those guys. If you're game ready, we'll get you out there. Yep. Especially with young guys. What is that like? You and the position coach is talking about that. The physical part of it, the right. mental part of it, the emotional part of it. What, just What's that decision-making process of, is a guy ready or not? Well, to, to prove yourself every day that, like you said, the, the physicality, the execution, understanding what you're doing with your assignments, playing fundamentally uh, sound, but then consistently doing it over time. That you know we can count on you to do your job, um, know what you're doing, and, and then if we can do that, then, then you become game ready. And we try to create game situations to see how you're going to respond. Uh, but every day in practice is an opportunity to prove yourself. And just to double check, Cam Babb, his health has always been, how's he doing? How's he doing as camp starts? Yeah, great. He's, he's 100%. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks, guys. Okay.